Hello. Hello. Clear. I'm so excited to talk with you today, babes. Garrett, I'm so excited to talk to you too. How was work today? It was work. We made it through. I'm excited to be here with all the besties and catch up, babes. Woo woo, what's up with you? How have you been? Tell me everything. Well, let's see. I've been doing some Christmas shopping, some Christmas decorating. I know some people think it's crazy early, but in self-defense, I'm going to be going out of town for Thanksgiving weekend. So we figured it's better to go ahead and do it now, first of all, so that we can come home after Thanksgiving and have it all nicely decorated and ready to go and we can just enjoy it but also so that we can see what we have as far as Christmas decorations, know what we need to get and have it all ready by the time Christmas season like really kicks in. Cause you know, once December 1st hits, it all flies by really fast. Yeah. So I've just been decorating and honestly, it's just been bringing me happiness and joy and serotonin. So I, I say, screw it. If, if it makes me happy to do it before Thanksgiving this year, I'm going to do it. I've never done it this early before in my life, but I'm feeling the holly jolly holiday vibes this year. I'm the same way. See, everyone's like, wait until Thanksgiving, yada, yada, yada. Thanksgiving's a day. Christmas is a season. A season doesn't mm-hmm. last for a month. A season lasts for months. Besides the fact that I'm having Thanksgiving at my sister's house this year, it's like I don't associate my apartment with Thanksgiving because I know I'm going to be leaving my apartment for Thanksgiving. So I might as well decorate it for Christmas. Why not? That's true. That's true. I won't be here either. So I get that. I mean, I'm trying to slowly settle my way into the Christmas vibe. Like I have some Christmas lights up now and I have like a blanket out, but all my things are still in the closet. I'm trying to push, but I think next weekend is going to be the official start. All I can say to you is I'm so glad that I didn't push. Like I'm happy. This is, I think there's like 47 days until Christmas, babes. Like, we don't have a lot of time. It's basically here. It's next week. It's right around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) So other than that, um, okay, so we went to Mitchell's work party last week. And he forgot to read the email or click on the link or something. So we did not know that it was a black and white themed party. And we were the only people not in black and white at this entire place at this like cute, like swanky, nice rooftop bar. And we're just the only two people that don't fit the vibe. It killed me because, you know, I love a theme and majority of my closet is black and white. I could have slayed the boots down with that one. Yeah, that's. That's a bummer. I'm not going to lie because like you said, we love a theme and we also hate being the people that are the ones sticking out. Like, I don't like, like... to crash in a yeah. lame way. No, 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 no. I get it too, though. Like, if he was like, well, none, no additional information has ever been posted on any links. I didn't know I was going to have to click a link. And I'm like, that's fair. That's fair. But it's just a bummer because like I said, I would have pulled out the feathers for that one. I mean, it's yep. a shame. It's a shame. Anyways, but it was cool. I was at this really cool location. Let me tell you, honey, the drinks were stiff. Oh, every single Mitchell and I were kind of hanging at the bar because low key, this was our plan. Okay. So we decided that Friday night, I think this was the last Friday night, but Friday night was going to be our day night. And we were going to kind of take advantage of this work party and use it 
like towards our date night. So that was going to kind of be like the appetizer get going for the date night sort of thing. So we got ready. We went to this work party and we were just going to have like a couple drinks before going to the dinner that we had planned and like get drinks here so that we didn't have to get drinks at the restaurant. Like brilliant, right? So we kind of were just hanging by the bar and every single person that would come up and get a drink and walk away would be like, whew, this is strong. This is like, this tastes like gasoline. This drink is strong. That's a compliment to the bartender in my opinion, babes. <laughs> right. And after that, we went to Korean barbecue. And Garrett, have you ever been to a Korean barbecue place where you grill the meat and like everything like right in front of you and then they bring you like unlimited sides and appetizers? I've never. I have never in my life. It was such an experience. Honestly, it was just so fun. Like now, now that we know that that place is not only here, but right around the corner from us, that's going to be one of the places we bring people when they come to visit because it's such a fun experience. I love that. That's so fun. I cannot wait to come visit now even more. And like you get full. <laughs> and if you, if you're, if you play it smart, just don't eat for the rest of the day and then spend like an hour and a half, two hours there. You could really get some good food. <laughs> my baby loved it i have to check it out then <laughs> and then other than that garrett i don't know if you can hear it in my voice but the last kind of news that i have is that i am sick again no not again chloe literally, literally i am sick again and i have to go to the doctor tomorrow Morning. i don't think I don't think a doctor's gonna do it. We need to take you to a scientist to get you fully inspected, babes, because like I'm worried. I'm worried there's something like <laughs> infiltrated no, inside they, of I, you. It's like I need to go to the ER or something. You'll be better soon. The doctor will get you some medicine and she'll get you right back to normal. I just feel for our listeners. I mean, God, it's been months of this. So get into what has been up with you, because I want to know you've you've been mysterious and absent lately. Oh, babe. So the past few weeks, I've been a little busy bee. So I first had to get ready for my friend's wedding that I was attending. So I had to go get a haircut. And I don't know if I've ever said before, but my best friend, besides Chloe, my number one, <laughs> Kathy, my grandma, cuts my hair. She has since I was a baby. Oh. And she cut my hair last time she was here, but it was like growing out. I was like, I'm going to a wedding. I have to get my hair nice and cut, look groomed, look nice. So I was really stressed. I was like really nervous. Like where the hell am I going to get my hair cut? But luckily Jared got his hair cut like two weeks before I got mine. And he found these beautiful Italian men that slayed his haircut. And I was like, you know what? I have to go. Like, let me check this place out. So let me just say this. It is in the mall. The mall I took you to, Chloe. So that's already like, oh God, like, why would you go to a mall? I go to these men and they're busy. It's only these two Italian men that work there. It's this really cute salon. And I found out that they've been there for like 10 years. Like they're they, OGs. They no, they're older Italian men. They're like in their 60s, okay. 70s, but they're so Italian. and like sons? I'm asking for Tori. <laughs> Not sure, but next time I go, I will definitely ask and see if... Tori, listen in, because I am wingman and for you. I'm trying. They actually killed my hair. I loved it. Got me all ready for the wedding. Slay the boots down. Slay the boots down. They were super sweet. I loved them, so I will be going back. And then I believe it was... Oh my God, it was like almost two weeks ago. I went to my friend's wedding in Atlanta and 
I love this girl. We met while we were both dual enrolling in college and we've been friends ever since we were in the same major and stuff. So love her. And we actually went up to Atlanta and guess who we stayed with? Our girl, Lauren, who we love. Shout out to Lauren. This is where we need a sound machine. Now I know. Bestie alert, <laughs> But I have not seen Lauren since we saw her at the Noah concert. So it has been over a year and I'm obsessed with Lauren. Like she was the best host. I love staying with her. I love seeing her and Julian and their dog and their turtles. And honestly, just living our best life. It was so much fun because that set the perfect vibe for the wedding. So I went to my friend's wedding and my friend Mary was there and I got to see the lady that I interned with. So I got to see all the people that I knew and the bride looked beautiful and it was beautiful and it was in the mountains and the weather was perfect. And I had a great time, I love a wedding. The only thing that was not fun was my ass forgot to pack some no-show socks. So I got two blisters on the back of my feet that literally till this day have scabs. Like they're not even healed. I have to wear band-aids every day. They hurt so bad. Like it was actually terrible. So that was the only downside of that. Also, while I was staying with Lauren, guess what the fuck happened? Like, damn, I hate my life. I, I literally hate my life. So we go to this bagel shop before the wedding, like get our little breakfast, so cute. The line was out the door. It was fucking busy, guys, okay? So we go, I order my bagel. We all go sit down. We get our bagels, enjoying it. And Lauren got this like big bag of bagels to take home because these mm. bagels are amazing. Mm. I know, so good. I wish I could have brought some home. Bagel. They're so You're making good me too. want a bagel so bad. Like I'm gonna have to go this weekend because I love like an actual good bagel. And Mitchell just brought me a whole container of them home, and we left them on the counter, and they all went stale overnight. No. And I'm so mad. So please continue because like, this is I'm so hungry. It's like a thick schmear. Yeah, it was so 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 good. So we we're eating right, just chilling, and we we're I was done with my bagel and all of a sudden <laughs> the bagel bag tipped over on my drink all over me in front of everyone and I didn't but I did good because I don't like drawing attention I'm not that bitch like <laughs> ah! no I calmed I was like what happened guys like let's first off lower our voice what nothing happened, happened. nothing yeah. happened actually nothing happens the thing so I just calmly picked the bag up and the first thing I said was like why would it not be me I said something like, like, like of course it's my life and Luckily, only got like on a little bit of my pants and mostly like on my chair. So I was calm. Jared got up, got some napkins. I like used all the napkins and we did it and everything. And in my head, of course, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I don't want this damn attention on me. Like, you know me. Like, this isn't, I'm in fucking hell right now, but I'm just trying to not cause attention. I was like, I'm not going to stand up. Like, there's, I'm just like going to just like scoot over, like wipe the ice off onto the ground. And of course, Jared, we all know Jared, like he's on the ground, like scooping it all up. I'm like, Jared, calm down, bro. Like, it's not going anywhere. But I just had to share it because like, guys, it's literally my life. Like, shit like this happens all the damn time to me. Like, why me? Of anyone, why did it happen to me? But it did. And we got the fuck out of there. I just had to share that story. And one last time, thank you, Lauren, for hosting me. It was amazing. And then, Chloe, I also have a restaurant I want to tell you about that I just went to. Tell me, girl. Tell me. 
So I believe we walked past it or at least showed you when you came to visit. It was the this. one on the street by the wedding dress shop and the other place. Yes, the Vicks Italian restaurant. Guys, mm -hmm. we finally went. It was so good. And we didn't really know what to expect, but comes to find out it's like these Italians that have like, it's a very like family owned restaurant. Everything's made fresh. The food is so, 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 so good. Like I'm obsessed. We've actually been back since we've last done a woo. I've been there twice. That's how good it is. Like it's, Shut up. it's so good. Like when you come, we will be That's going. on my list. Yeah. Yes. Like bring me there. Fancy date night. Uh amazing and like it's all like when i go i get the vibe of like early 2010s because they have like murals on the wall of like italy and it's like camp like you know what i mean it's like i don't want to say chewy it's like not tacky but it's like just a, a specific vibe and like i don't know i just live i personally live for it it's i live I, is it like 2000s italian yes like I don't even know how to describe it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you get the vibe automatically from that. I love the vibe, personally. So the last two things, quickly, on my woo-woo is last weekend, I went to this huge estate sale in a three-story mansion, and it was so bougie, so nice. It just reminded me of, like, the lifestyle I'll be living one day, and it just really made me happy. And in this neighborhood, all the houses were bougie, and all of them had a garden, and I just want a garden so bad. I want to be the stay-at-home mom Same. that has a garden. Like, I know it's expensive, but, like, it's in my blood. Kathy was a gardener. Like, it's in my blood. Garrett. It passed down to me. Like, I want a full, like, Palace of Versailles fucking garden in my backyard, please. Literally, same. There's this TikToker that I follow that I, I will look up her name and, like, share it next time because I'm obsessed with her. And on one of her recent episodes, she's like, get ready with me for garden for my neighborhood community garden club yeah and i was like oh my god and then like it's actually it's not like some reading thing like no this is her like state like held community garden club so she's like getting professionally dressed to go and like looks cute as a button she's wearing like some little chanel looking flats with jeans rolled up and then like a little chanel looking sweater to go to her neighborhood garden club community garden club and i'm like that is where i need to be because I'm starting, the, the older I get, the more I realize where are my Martha Stewart dreams because I need to be laying them now. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Like, that's totally my fantasy. That's what I aspire to be. I want to go to my garden clubs, my garden meetings. Like, yes, let's share all of our secrets, all the tips. Like, I'm obsessed. And the last thing I have to touch on in my woo-woo is the times fucking change. We all know it. But I'm over it. Like, I literally hate it. I go to work and then I come home and it's fucking dark when I leave my office. It makes me actually depressed. And I've just never experienced this before because, like, this is insane. Like, I'm down bad. I mean, I'm trying to think of a positive. I mean, I get to put my cute Christmas lights on as soon as I get home. That's about damn it. I mean, it's depressing. I mean, for me, I understand because I have lived that life before and it does suck very very much but also when i'm in like my monday through friday like work week grind i kind of just get into the grind anyway so i start to build like a routine and once i get home from work i'm typically trying to be like cozy vibes i'm not really doing that much after work on a day-to-day -day, unless it's like maybe some little chores around the house in which case i'm still gonna try to be cozy while i'm doing it like i'm gonna have a little hot beverage and like be listening to my pod and wear my slippers but 
for me, I don't mind coming home in the dark as much on a weekday because I'm like, whatever, like, let's get these work days through so that I can get to the weekend, you know? See, I'm the opposite. Like, I love the time change during the weekend. Like, when I'm not working, I live. Like, it makes the day feel longer. Like, I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. I get the cozy vibe. Like, it makes the nighttime, like, last longer. I live. But it's just, like, I literally am going home and have no other option because I'm not the person that, like, I don't like going out at night. Like, once it's dark, I need to be home. And I guess it's just, like, my personality type. But it's just hitting. I mean, luckily, seasonal depression doesn't hit for me until January, so I'm good until after Christmas. But when it does... I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, it's actually going to be bad, but whatever. I just had to touch on that because we were, we're all going through it and I'm trying to make the most of it. They're like, I'm trying to get into the mindset of like liking it. Like, especially on a weeknight, I don't mind going out, out at night. If I'm like running to the grocery store or like running out to go get dinner with my like boyfriend or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're different. Like, we're just different. But you've always been like a morning person more, yeah. and I've always been more of like a night owl. Yeah, I love a morning. If I could start my day at five in the morning and like get it done with so I can be done by 12, <gasps> yeah, sign me up. For me, waking up and going to work in the morning when it's still dark out, that is what messes with my brain. Guys, let us know in the comments, which one are you, do you like the time change? Or you, would you rather just stay with one the whole year? Let us know below. And now moving on, Chloe, I have to know, what have you been obsessed with? Because I'm seeing your list and we have some stuff we need to talk about. We do. My list is short this week. However, one thing that's not on my list that I have been obsessed with that's on your list is I've just been seeing little tidbits of BravoCon and we're going to get into it because it's on your list. But I just have to say, I am obsessed. Yeah, I'm <laughs> With obsessed. everything I've seen, I'm obsessed. <laughs> and I told Mitchell, I was like, look, I'll go to Comic-Con with you if you come to CrimeCon with me and then Gary can come to BravoCon with me. So first things first, okay. I found a new thing that I'm so obsessed with you guys and you're about to make fun of me, but I was looking on my Amazon app. Like I've been really getting into the Amazon app lately. Here's the thing. So many people love Amazon, like live or die, love Amazon and they will get anything off of there. And for me, like I've always loved Amazon because I know like if I need something very niche and specific, I can have it at the house by tomorrow, but I don't get it for like, I'm not the person that buys every little thing on Amazon, never have been. But lately, because I'm like in a different state from most of my loved ones now, I'm trying to make most of my Christmas wish list off of Amazon through Prime so that any gifts that I pick out, my family members or friends who have Prime can send it to me without having to pay shipping. Just because like shipping is a hassle, like it's so expensive. And even though I love gift giving and that's like my love language, I know that it's expensive and time consuming to have to like wrap up gifts take him to the post office, send him out, you know, the whole thing. So anyways, I've been on Amazon trying to build up my Christmas gift list. And I found the inspire tab at the bottom of my Amazon app. And it's like TikTok, but every single item in the TikToks are linked to Amazon. And it's like all ads, but like good ads kind of. And I just like sit there and go through and I'm like, oh my God, I need that. I need this. Let me add this to my list. This is your QVC. <laughs> it literally is QVC and I'm obsessed, addicted. I have been like late night binging it while Mitchell is like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next I'm done. To me, I, I just love it. 
I love that. Hey, feel inspired, babes. No, but like, really, you guys, for the random little things that you never think of, but you actually need in your life, they're all there waiting to, to inspire you. Amazon should um, sponsor us. Sponsor us, Amazon. We're available. Mr. Bezos. Like, like I'm telling you, the little like screen cleaner with the little screen wiper things for your phone and like the little beard cape thing so that Mitchell, when he shaves his mustache, it doesn't get everywhere. It just goes into the cape and then you can just throw away all the little hairs. And she loves it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I love so the next thing I'm obsessed with, I just watched it today. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, girly pops once again, are just entertaining the little dickens out of me. But actually, the season is a little... What's, what's the word I want to use? It's a little, like, tiring, maybe. Because it's like they're just fighting constantly. There haven't been any like fun times, really. You know what I mean? There is a lot of conflict this season, I have to say. But with that being said, that's kind of why I watched this show. Because then I'm watching like four different housewives right now. And let's say New York. There wasn't enough mm-hmm. conflict. It was kind of boring uh, by the end, in my opinion. I wasn't enjoying it as much. Whereas I would but rather too have much too much conflict. It was boring too to me. Yes, I agree. But I'm living for it. I like can't lie. Like I, I'm honestly like I'm loving this season of Salt Lake City. Like it's, it's injected into my veins. It's all balance for me, Andy Cohen, because. Like, Lisa needs to chill the fuck out. She needs to take a step. But you know who else needs to is Monica. Monica does. Monica needs to, first of all, go to a therapist to deal with some of these mommy issues. She's not going to sort them out through reality TV. Secondly, and that's not me throwing shade or judgment. That's me being so real. Like, sounds like these issues actually are serious publishing them and just making them like common knowledge to maybe potentially embarrass your kids like that's less helpful and productive and beneficial than maybe just going to therapy and dealing with it i agree no i agree i just think also i'm kind of getting some of these are kind of getting exhausted a little bit because like monica said she never comes in like talking about it it always gets brought up to her and I'm sure that That's is tiring. True. Like, I'm like, okay, like, come on, let's get some new stuff going. Or let's, like, resolve it. Because Real Housewives all about conflict and resolution. Because, like, this is the same cast, so they have to, like, get over it. You just cannot hold a grudge in these shows because you're filming. Like, there's always a new yeah. season. Like, friendship dynamics have to change. It's what keeps the show interesting and fresh and fun. And, like you said, the season is heavy. And I think Monica is coming in a little heavy because this is her first season. So she wants to secure her snowflake for next season. And overall, I am enjoying her. But I th- I would say last episode and this episode was heavy Monica themed around. And I'm ready for, let's get back some OGs. Like, what the hell is Heather doing? What is, like, Meredith doing outside of the drama and conflict? You know what I mean? But the season's still young. And overall, I mean, it is good. And I'm obsessed with Salt Lake City like those are my girls like I'm obsessed with them honestly I have had mixed feelings throughout and kind of gone back and forth a little bit but you know what 
Heather is my bitch after all. Like <laughs> Heather really is. She really is a real one. Guys, pause and go listen to Real Talk number one, please, right now. Because I'm dead. I'm dead. This is the <laughs> Chloe needs to be a housewife because look at her. She loves her. She loves switching. She loves she's I love ev- to do a little flip flop. Evolving. That's the word. Evolving. I like to just really Yeah, I guess, you know, you know, she's growing on me. I live. I'll say that. I do need to be a housewife though. I think about that all the time. Especially now that I know half of these women don't even have husbands on the show. I'm like, hell yeah, get me on there. Andy What's Cohen. Andy Cohen, you heard it here first. Sign Andy. Us up. <laughs> Andy, baby. Chloe, I have to cut you off because I need you to talk about your last obsessed because we need to get into it because I also am obsessed because I just rewatched it. Oh, okay. So this actually like flows perfectly because this was the third part to Mitchell and I's date night that I told you about earlier. Part one was his work cocktails. Part two was the Korean barbecue. And part three was coming home to watch my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. I mean, you cannot ask for much more, babes. Like, it was such a good date night. I just, uh, anyways. So, my Big Fat Greek Wedding is, hands down, ultimately, top five, one of the most important pieces of cinema, media, videography that has ever crossed my cells. Yes. I love that shit so much. I always have. I always will. The first movie, I know every single word. Every word. There's something wrong with me for this. I would sit and I would watch the same movie, sometimes multiple times in one day, but every single day, sometimes for years. And there are specific movies. So, like, My Big Fat Greek Wedding is one. Monsters, Inc. was one for a while. We had, like, Barbie Swan Lake. That one lasted for a while so i just had this problem where i would get super hyper fixated and my big fat greek wedding what do you mean you don't eat no meat oh that's okay that's okay i make them so good it's so good i'm like i echo everything chloe just said they lump in the lump they found hair in a spinal column Yes. Inside that lump was my twin. And did you get the reference? She referenced it in the third one. She did. They referenced so much of the first movie. I cried when they talked about, like, the dad being dead because, like, that was just so sad for me. I also was not expecting and very emotional about them doing the mother's storyline with, like, dementia. Yeah. That one hit hard. That was, like, so sad. Um, I have a family member suffering right now, and it's just, like, really, really, really extremely painful to lose someone before they're even gone. So that was definitely, like, heart-wrenching to watch. But they did such a good job, I felt. And the guy that they cast to play Tula and Nick's unexpected sibling was so sexy yes yes yeah (laughs) so the main character that Garrett thinks reminds him of me is named victory in the show and they're like this young person who's like the mayor of the semi-abandoned town nothing really makes sense with the storyline but they're really really cool they're really energetic they're like kind of all all over the place and they always do this thing where they're like number one the best and they do this like hand signal thing well Garrett thinks that they remind 
him of me and that's kind of funny and i thought that they were very entertaining and anytime they were on the screen i was paying attention mitchell was like i can't stand this character it's so annoying like i every time like it just doesn't make any sense i hate this character so much what the heck i lived i was cracking up the whole time every time she was on the screen i was dying laughing and i love that I love that they like introduced new characters, but they still kept true with like the original cast. Overall, I think they did a great job and it was so much better than the second movie in my opinion. Oh, I agree definitely. And it was just, honestly, I wish that they got rid of the whole Paris storyline to be honest, but whatever. Yeah. It's fine, but it was great. I mean, I think John Corbett is sexy as hell no matter what he does. So if John's involved, I'm there. Overall, it made me just want to go to Greece even more. I'm so excited to go to Greece on my honeymoon. <laughs> Oppa! Oppa! I oh, love I it. I did like cry at the end though, and I got super emotional because in the very last scene, they used the song from the first movie from the wedding, and I cried. I know it was. It's just like Greek instrumentals, but I just am like <laughs> so nostalgic. It puts me right back at being a little kid. Overall, it was great, and I'm so excited that you finally saw it, Chloe. Yeah. Okay, so tell me what you're obsessed with this week, because you've got lots to talk about. I have a lot to talk about, but I'm just going to kind of bullet point it, because I just want to mention it, so you, the girls that get it, get it, and the girls that don't, don't. First off, I'm a reader. Guys, I'm reading a book, physical copy and hand, every night, reading I Andy. thoroughly impressed. Andy Cohen's The Daddy Diaries, where he... It's That's kind of all like, it took to get him to read, you guys, just to get Andy Cohen, Father Bravo, to write yep, a book. Exactly. And it's literally day by day a full year of 2022. And, like, every single day he, like, journaled and, like, writes about it. And, like, he has his daughter this year. And, like, it's his second child. So it's, like, called, like, The Year I Grew Up. It's fun. And... It's just, like, weird seeing his, like, day-to-day and what he does. And I'm like, damn, like, that's so cool. Like, he's, like, a fucking... Andy Cohen is, like, a... He's, like, a mystery to me, though. Andy Cohen is just so mysterious to me. I cannot figure him out. Oh, really? Like, I don't know if I like him, if I'm scared of him, if I hate him. I don't know if he's funny or if he's mean. I don't know if he's real or a lizard person. I can't figure any of it out. (laughs) We love Andy on this podcast. Andy, if you hear this, bring us on while Trap is live. We would love to be we there. We do love you, Andy. You know, I'm just playing. <laughs> so moving on from the book, it leads right into BravoCon. BravoCon happened last week, and I said it best. This, when me and Chloe and Jared can all go to this together, that's going to be full adulthood, like peak, like richness. Like this is a girl's trip that I want to take, Chloe. Like this is the this ideal. This is the ultimate girl's trip. For us, I would freak the fuck out, but I'd only do it for VIP. Like, like I don't want to wait no line. Like they wouldn't wait in a line. So like <laughs> it's going to be so fun. And like you said, everything that I've seen online is so good. They had every night they filmed like a live Watch What Happens Live. And the first night was the Bravos. So it was like a award show. And Vicky won the Housewife Award, Achievement Award. And she was the first ever woman to win it. And she cried and her speech was so good. Vicky. Vicky is so, Vicky is so fucking funny, dude. And then all the drama that happens at BravoCon, 12 out of 10. I cannot wait to go. 
I will be there. That's the only con I'm going to is Bravo fucking con. And while they were there, guess what they fucking released? The trailer to Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4 Legacy, which is what we talked about last episode in Real Talk. And it's finally here. It's Dorinda, Ramona, Luann, Sonia, Kristen, and Kelly. And they're going on the Legacy Housewives trip. And I'm so excited. It's coming out in December. And this is the fourth season. We just told you guys last week that this series is our favorite from Bravo. So I'm excited for the fourth installment and we'll definitely be going over it when it comes out. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. I am too. Like, I'm excited to see all of the OGs back on the screen because it's been so long since I've seen them. So it's going to be good. I'm excited for all the drama, but it looks like it's a lot of fun and not so drama filled, which I'm kind of excited for because it's always fun just to see some girls having fun, letting loose on a vacation. So now moving on from Bravo, I have to touch on this funny tweet I saw. So I don't know if you've ever seen this, but AI has people like singing covers of songs. So like they could have like Miley Cyrus singing a Lana Del Rey song or like Lady Gaga singing uh, LP song, like any, any combination or whatever. But my favorite one is Trisha Paytas singing Paris, Texas by Lana Del Rey. It's the funniest thing I have ever heard because Trisha Paytas records music so they can just like pull different words from all of her songs or like your YouTube videos. So it's so funny. Jared thought it was a real thing. I like watching the ones of people who are dead, like Frank Sinatra and Kurt Cobain singing modern songs. They're cool. Those are cool. It is cool. But I mean, tr anything Trisha does, cool, I cannot take it. It's kind of weird, but Trisha is next level. <laughs> Hands down. No, I, agree. I just want you to know while I look distracted, what I'm doing is planning our Christmas event at Dollywood. Oh, I'm so down. Christmas at Dollywood 2024. <laughs> we'll be there. 2025, maybe. So the next thing is I just found out today, breaking news, Met Gala theme 2024 was released. <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty's Reawakening Fashion. I'm so excited. It's living. We need to be woken up, bitch. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of it. We need some we need some new stuff. So I think this is a very interesting theme and I think it's going to be interpreted in a lot of different ways as in every Megala. Interpreted sleepy people being boring, sleepy motherfuckers. You took the words out of my mouth. I mean, they never follow the theme, so God only knows what's going to walk down that red carpet but i'm just super excited because we will cover met gala every single year on our podcast so just a little foreshadowing of what's to come so i'm super excited for that and then lastly we have a resurgence of mean girls first things first three of the four original mean girls reunited for the walmart black friday commercial which is so random mm -hmm. but so iconic like it was so good. I was like, oh my god, is this Mean Girls 2? Like, I'll take it. I'll take this two-minute clip. They referenced the first movie so much, but, like, in a, such a tasteful way. And, like, they're all grown up and, like, doing adult jobs now, but, like, referencing the movie. I don't know. They just did so good. It always kind of makes me sad in situations like this when, like, just one member isn't there. Like, Rachel McAdams, what were you doing? Like, you're too good for that? Or you were busy with other things? Like, it's just a bummer, you know? I think she said that like she was just like not into that right now. I could be wrong, but I heard something today that she was just like, just like didn't really want to do it. Like 
She yeah, I down. get that. You're really not that into it and don't really want to do it, but like there are lots and lots of people who would have been super excited to see it. I mean, there's no excuse. Like, come on. Like, it was it was annoying. Exactly. And like get over yourself. It's a day shoot. It really would have been like a day shoot. That's and, my point too. And, and it would have made so many people so happy. And the check would have cashed, babes. Like you would have gotten mm -hmm. your check and you would have made people happy. So I'm a little upset about that, but super, super cute. And then guess what was released today? The Mean Girls musical trailer, which is produced by Tina Fey and Tina Fey's in it. And some of like the, I think one of the original teachers is in it as well, but it's interesting. It's the same storyline, but it's a musical with obviously new people. And it's like a 2023 take. So like, it's trying to be like modern, which uh, never like, good. Like, uh, like I'm trying, I was like super excited for it. And like, while I was watching, I was trying to get into it. I was like, uh, like I'm excited. Like I want it to be good, but I was like, what? Here's the thing. So when I went to New York City for a school fashion study tour thing, we got to vote on which Broadway musical we were going to see. My vote was for Bewitched. Because if you're going to go see a Broadway show, see something classic like Bewitched or Wicked. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So make it something good. And everyone somehow won the votes for seeing mean girls on broadway and so i saw that on broadway that was my first and only broadway show i've ever seen well how was it babes tell us and i'm just gonna say like mean girls in my opinion does not translate to a musical yeah. it just wasn't like even on broadway i was like i'm not impressed Ooh, i'm scared even more scared i'm terrified yeah, i was like this is and it just like that's one of the things is it just doesn't really translate because like i don't get cool girl vibes from like a musical and like singing numbers which like mm. i guess it's different like but like i'm thinking it gives me more glee than mean girls <sighs> i gotta go oh. i actually gotta go I mean, I see it, though. It gives Glee or High School Musical, because it's already been done. Like, a high school yeah. musical has been done, and Mean Girls wasn't one, and so when it gets turned into one, it just doesn't, like, hit the same. Well, I can tell you this. I think the original Mean Girls target audience is way different than the musical target audience, because I feel like this new musical is targeting, like, 12 to 13-year-olds, whereas the OG is referencing, like... I mean, I saw when I was like teenager still, but I think it's like, like even now, like Mean Girls, the OG, like is still fucking funny and like I can relate to. Whereas I think the musical is going to be like, oh, this is kind of like a Disney Channel movie, like you said, like a high school musical take on it. And I'm like, we don't need that. Like this isn't well, for them. What they should be doing. And I think what you're kind of like getting to is they should be looking at the original audience, adding 10 years to their ideas and then saying, okay, let's do a Mean Girls resurgence, but it's like, where are they now kind of thing. 100%. Or something more like that. And make it a little raunchier, a little sexier, a little more R-rated, because guess what? These people are quite a bit older. Yeah. So let's cater to that. And not cater to the new next round of 11 to 12-year-olds. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we shall see. And moving on from Obsessed Chloe, what is your music of the week. I picked this song on a whim. 
because I was obsessed with it today specifically and could not stop. I literally listened to this and then hit replay three times in a row because it was like literally just popping my puss. I feel like I listened to this song today and it just like reawakened this energy in me. And I was like, oh my God, I just have to keep listening to this again and again because I'm feeling like sexy and hot and I love it. So that song is Pussy as God by King Princess. <laughs> One I of live. our favorites. I live. I love it. Like, babes, I love it. Your pussy is God and I love it. I mean, what can go wrong? King Princess and Mark Ronson making a song together. I mean, that's what you expect is my pussy is God. Like, it's Magic. so, so good. I love that song. And King Princess can do no wrong in my book. So I live. Exactly. She's so hot. Ugh. So good. So my song of the week is by an artist I don't think we've talked about yet, but we both love her. Willow. Willow Smith. And... My song of the week is Wait a Minute. Wait a minute. So good. I live. It's so good. Willow is so talented. Her music is so good. So unique too. Like her style is so fun. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just live for her. So if you've never checked out Willow before, check her out. Especially Wait a Minute. Like, wait a minute. Like I live. It's actually my favorite part of that song is actually one of my favorite lyrics like of all time she goes you left your diary at my house and i read those pages you really love me baby because i just remember the first time i ever heard that i was like oh my god the balls of reading someone else's journal their diary and then finding out that they do really love you and not reading that and being like, oh my God, Chloe is such a fucking bitch. I can't stand being around her. <laughs> you know, it's risky. That's a it risky, is risky. shot. That's so funny because you've told me that ever since we've heard this song together and I love it. I mean, I get it though. I mean, you're right. Ever since you said it, I, every time I hear it, I'm like, damn, she, they really must love you, bitch. If they're talking that like, good about you in your diary. In your journal, yeah. They're writing those words for nobody else to read. And they're still nice, pretty, kind words. Like, mm, you really love me, baby. Babe, babe. I love. Such a good song. So everyone go check out our music of the week. So Garrett, hold on a second. Because I kind of feel, I feel like I'm ready to get cozy and kind of take a little trip. Maybe get some R&R. Like, the mountains are calling and I must go. That's how I feel. I feel crisp in the air i feel i feel it babes like it's in me i'm ready to go i'm ready to go on a trip i'm ready to be on the way to the mountains with my best friend and guess what we did almost a year ago (laughs) that exact damn thing just that and yeah so today we're gonna tell you the story of the time that Garrett and i went to the mountains to go to a wedding that i was not invited to (laughs) and to have a little mountain stay and a mountain weekend and first things first like garrett do you remember that drive i remember it was scary. scary so first on the trip we had to stop and get our alcohol we got our boxed wine my first ever boxed wine we got some white russians we got a little bit of everything. We had to get stocked some up because... tips, some snacks. Some snacks because we were going up to a mountain. And babes, when I tell you, this was like 
a mountain cabin as in like there was nothing near us for like miles and miles and miles and miles and miles so we got yeah. stalked and a few months before we went on this trip i booked this airbnb for me and my family and chloe and i was like wait did i outdo, did i outdo myself on this one because like this is kind of like super fucking cool it's kind of sleigh it's kind of a sleigh mitchell always says purslay Personally, <laughs> personally, personally, personally. And that was what it was. We arrived first. No one else was there. It was just me and Chloe. And we pulled up. And it, the entrance was weird because we pulled up to the back of the house. So we really didn't know what we were pulling up to. But we walked in. And guys, it was beautiful. It was literally a wooden, like it was a wood cabin. Was so cool. The way they yeah. decorated it, the way they styled it, like the energy just felt good too. Like it was just so pretty and it was so like. So cozy, cozy to the max. Probably one of the coziest places I've ever been in my life. Super cozy and beautiful because it was looking out like um, over the lake and they had a waterfront view. So it was beautiful. And the outside had like a fire pit and swings and everything it was just perfect it like felt it was secluded like it felt like and also even though there were some neighboring houses no one else was like in those houses it didn't look like so it really felt like we were the only people like on that side of the mountain yeah it was beautiful oh i love it and like i think we talked about it before like i would definitely go back to that airbnb for sure and like i think it'd be such a fun it'd be such a fun like girls trip or like just friends trip in general i would love to go back yes so garrett tell us about the wedding that we were there for in the first place so the wedding was my cousin jenna claire's brother actually we love jenna claire so he was getting married and we had to go up there. So the first night, actually, my mom and my dad went to the rehearsal dinner. Me and Chloe knew that this was our night to, like, chill out. Because the people that were out of the house were me, Chloe, my brother, his now fiance, and my mom and dad. So we were all there, and my mom and dad left. So it was just us four in the house, and me and Chloe, obviously, we were so excited. Like, we take these things, and, like, we make it an event. So like, we had a little fire yeah, going. Honestly, on that note, Garrett's brother and his fiance got there and they like immediately went to bed. They're like, we're so tired. We're going to bed. And it's like, wait, what? We are on vacation. Like this is vac- This is the first night. The first night is always the best <laughs> night. Like the energy's high. We're excited to be there. This is a new place. It's beautiful. And I we want a cocky. Like this is like, a trip, babes. Like, I want a cocky. I want a damn cocky down my gullet right now. Like, do you want to play some games? Like, what do you want to do? Like, I don't know. Let's have some fun. Let's get into some trouble. Like, Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. And that we sure fucking did. So this was me and Chloe's Kath and Kim era, which we'll get into a whole different day. Like, that's a whole other episode. But that's our favorite, one of our favorite TV shows. So that was the era we're in. And if you know Kath and Kim, you know that's a crazy, crazy era to be in. That mood was set, babe. So... Alcohol, Kath and Kim, cabin, mountains. You see the vision. Like, we're there. A hundred percent. And you also see the white Russian vision. And mm. we got freaking hammered that first night. <laughs> hammered. Like, Chloe, I was looking back at my videos and pictures. I have a video of Chloe drunk, late, like, past midnight, 
on the ground in our I room, laying on top of the fucking luggage, dying laughing. And then I fall down laughing. It's no speaking. This is a video where me and Chloe don't speak. Like, we just laugh because we get the vibe. Like, we know what's going on. And then I also filmed the videos of me and Chloe literally blackout in my car, blasting music. Like, bad so karma. This is, this is what happened. So Garrett and I get super drunk in the cabin. We're having a good time. I think we were maybe playing some games or just like hanging out, like taking videos, like fucking around. And then I don't know if words were said to us or if we just got a vibe, but it was basically like, okay, so other people in this house are trying to go to sleep. Apparently, like we need to go elsewhere. Boo, lame. Boo, <laughs> can't hang. So me and Gary were like, let's go to the car so that we can like jam to some music. Like this car was the way this house is designed. The car was literally right outside their bedroom. So yeah. they most definitely still heard us and were still annoyed by us. But we were jamming and we were doing the damn thing. We were recording our videos. We were making some content. We were having a good little time. Having so much fun. And one thing you guys need to know about me and Chloe, we love being in the car with music. Like, Chloe, I could cry right now just imagining us, like, driving around our, like, small little hometown, like, on the dirt road, just listening to music and yeah. just having a great time. Like, that's a core memory that I'll cherish forever because, like... It's just me and you, like, we have the same music taste. And, like, it's a different level when you can create that energy with someone and, like, stay on it and, like, get the vibe. It's just a whole different experience, you know? And with, like, Garrett and I, we're such good friends and we've been friends for such a long time that it's just so comfortable and casual. Like, we can be as stupid as we want with each other. No, we're performing. Like, this is, this is the show. That's you true. The, this is the show you guys are going to get one day when, when we have live shows. Like, mm -hmm. we're just preparing for it, babes. Like, yeah. it's so good. And, like, it's one of my favorite things to do is just jam out in the car with Chloe. So we were doing our favorite thing. We have videos. We will post. I'm low-key so sad that we didn't try to, like, that we didn't think about it and make time to do a solo ride and jam sesh while I was there. I but know. anytime we would have had time to do a solo ride and jam sesh, we were both already drunk, so it wouldn't have worked. That's true. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Garrett being in the driver's seat and me being like, okay, hold on, because I'm going to play something. Like, are you ready? And him being like, I'm ready. Like, play it. And he gets into this certain silly mood sometimes, you guys, where he gets, like, really, really serious. <laughs> and so his face would like totally drop and his hands would be like 10 and 2 on the steering wheel and he would go play it. And I would play something like sickening, like Lady Gaga fucking telephone or something. And he would just be sitting there like staying so stank face, so clenched. Oh, I miss those times. I miss it. Ah, I wish I was there right now. Like, I see it. I want to be there. It was so much fucking fun. But that soon ended, and we were like, what else are we going to get into? And what did we do, Chloe? Do you remember? Did we go on a walk at night? What did we do? We go on a walk all the way down this steep-ass driveway. Guys, we're on a mountain. So we go. We always come up with bad ideas at night when we're drunk. Bad ideas. So we literally go down to the bottom of the driveway, cross the road, and go down these steep ass stairs. I 
Thought I was gonna fucking fall. They were so steep. Down to their fucking dock in the lake. Nothing was in season, so like there were no boats or anything. So it was like fucking like abandoned. It was scary. I thought we were about to get fucking Covered. murdered. Covered in like wet leaves, like slippery wet leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And Chloe, we we were both drunk. I was like, oh my god, like what are we, what's about to happen? I like I was scared. I was like scared. if I would have fallen in that water, Garrett would have left my ass. I gotta go. What happened? I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. See, see what I mean? Oh my god, that makes me so happy because that's one thing. Garrett and I were talking about it in our last Real Talk episode, which we posted last Sunday. If you guys haven't heard it yet, go give it a listen. But on the first night of everyone getting to Bluestone Manor for the Ultimate Girls Trip, Vicky and Tamara were out creeping in the middle of the night exploring things. And Garrett said last episode, like, if that ain't us when we're drunk. And this is a perfect example. Everyone else who came with us on this trip are asleep, being normal people, going to bed, getting a good night's sleep so that they can wake up for the next day. Garrett and I are down at the dock at 3 a.m. creeping around exploring. Like, literally tell me one good thing that could possibly happen at a dock at 3 a.m. where you're unfamiliar and you know nobody and you don't know the water or the area. Nothing. Drowning, (laughs) incidents, and death. That's the best thing that could happen there. And there we are creeping around, me and my slippers. (laughs) And we're just like, hee, 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 this is so hilarious. So after that, I believe that was when we were like, okay, we got to tap out. It's like three in the morning. We got to go to bed. Like we have an early morning because we were planning on going to find some waterfalls and like try to find some beautiful scenery around the mountain. in the morning, the granola. <laughs> it's the switch, babes. It's the switch. Of course, me and Chloe were the only people that wanted to do this. So me and Chloe got in my car. We headed out and... We found this super cute little trail and waterfall and it was beautiful. We hiked up a little bit in there. It was beautiful. And I remember like, it was like weird because it was like a path that you could keep going down the river, but we turned around, you know, and went back because we decided to go down to the little town that we were in to like see little shops and stuff. And this was right before Christmas, but it was already decorated for Christmas. And like the city hall or like courthouse whatever was so cute and me and clay have a picture i'll post with like a little elf and we're just walking around there's a little market going on it was a small small market but it was cute and it was really busy though i remember all the restaurants were like packed so we had to do like a little diner like nothing fancy or anything yeah it was a fun day though because it was like that i'm pretty sure that was the last time i ever did anything with like your whole family i guess not because that your family came to like your art shows and stuff but just kind of us all doing something like like the olden days, you know, but I was getting mad because I was like so hungry. And like Garrett said, all the places were packed. So we would like pass somewhere and they'd be like, there's a 30 minute wait. And someone would be like, let's just keep walking. And I'd be like, there's going to be a 30 minute wait everywhere we go. Like we just have to pick somewhere or else we'll just be hungry all day. You know, Chloe, she gets hangry. So she was, she was upset. She was ready to eat. I do get angry. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so we did that and then we went back up to the mountain cabin and i got ready for the wedding so the wedding was super pretty it was a mountain view wedding which is funny because last weekend i was at another mountain view wedding and beautiful i got to see jenna claire's got to see all my family i got super super duper hammered and i just remember coming back and passing out i literally don't remember much of the night after but clay what were you up to while i partook at the ceremony 
So first things first, I took a bath and I read The Butcher and the Wren, which was a bad idea because it got me really creeped out and it got me into like a real spooky, ooky vibe. And then I believe I was taking a poop when all of a sudden I hear someone like knocking at the door or I hear like a car pull up and I got really scared because I was like, nobody should be pulling up at this time. Like what is going on? And I was like, no, I'm hearing things like I'm psyching myself out because I was reading this spooky book. And then someone just starts knocking on the front door. What do I do? And I went to the door and it turns out it was the Uber type of like ride share. It was the ride that the like bride and groom had arranged to pick up the family, but it didn't get there in time. So they ended up just driving themselves and they got there really late, but they scared the shit out of me. I was really scared. I remember that. Oh my God. I forgot about that. I was like really actually very very scared because <laughs> i was like nobody should be here like literally nobody should be here <laughs> it took me a little bath read the butcher and the red and then it was time to watch some kathy kim make a lasagna in the oven and i fell asleep on the couch it's just a beautiful night a perfect way to end that beautiful day and then we woke up and we headed out it was a pretty much a short trip we just went there for the wedding so that was basically it. And we drove down the mountain, drove all the way back home. And this was actually the weekend, I believe, of Thanksgiving. So then we just got into the Thanksgiving holiday and had a great time. But it was just fun because that was kind of the last big trip me and Chloe did together, so which sad. is so sad. But it was such a good one. It was I a good one. Time. It was so fun. And like, I just cannot say enough. It was so beautiful. And the cabin was amazing. And like the vibes, like when we yeah. post the photos, you guys will understand what we're talking about. Like it was beautiful. And just being with your best friend, I was with my family and it was just perfect. And I had an amazing time with you, Clear. I was going to say nothing's better than getting to snuggle up with your best friend and cuddle in bed at the end of a long day of exploring a new town. It's my favorite. I miss it. And I mean, hopefully soon that'll be happening again. <laughs> Garrett's so funny, dude, because, like, we'll be laying in bed, and I'll be talking to him, and then I'll say, like, one other word, and I'll look over, and he's just, like, dead, fast asleep, silent, yeah. and so still. It's so <laughs> Not silent and still. You are so <laughs> silent and so still when you're asleep. It's so weird. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> well, guys, we hope you enjoyed another little tell of one of our memories one of our trips endeavors endeavors if you will this is also when we met reese's girl i don't know if you know reese's girl but reese's girl was there and oh my god i know jared is cackling right now Just like Reese's girl. You remind me a lot of Reese's girl. You wouldn't happen to know them, would you, Reese and them? You know Reese and his girl. No, I swear. You know they got that plot. You got they got that plot of land with that red barn down there. I thought that they got that creek in the backyard. <laughs> They've always got that tractor kind of broke down on the yard. You've seen it. You know that. You know. You know him. You know him if you see him. He has that face. Down around near old Mick Gibbons. <laughs> Oh, guys, y'all are like, what the fuck are y'all on? You guys would get it if you grew up in a small town. Like, if you get it, you get it on that note. Like, I can, we can't tell you anymore on that note. 
Oh, well, well, guys, we appreciate you listening and we hope you enjoyed. So please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at EFBF Podcast, where we post all the behind the scenes content and let you guys know when we post a new episode. Yay. You can also find us on Spotify and Amazon Music. Don't forget to rate us five stars, please. And share with all of your friends. Please. Like, yeah. please. Like, we love you. We're giving you the content. Like, come on. Like, we're everyone's best friends. We just want more best friends. Like, like be our besties. Don't and be shy. Don't be, be shy. Either. Don't be shy. Put some more. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.